welcome to the Ready or Not podcast. My name is Greg, and I'm Maggie. And welcome back to another episode at uh, the Ready or Not. I think episode last few episodes have been have been really fun, yeah. and we've had a really good time. Um, not has a lot happened between the last few episodes, so I mean, there's really no experiences to talk about um, since last episode. Um, things have been pretty stagnant, and not in a bad way. I would say it's been. It's just been a steady, steady line, and things have, have been going somewhat okay. Um, anyways, this episode, uh, Maggie and I literally were sitting here randomly talking about, like, what's the topic, what's the topic, what's the topic, as we do every episode. <laughs> um, and I was like, you know what? Last episode, we talked about a little bit of the work-life balance and how – well, not really work-life balance. We talked about how the roommate stage, when it comes to communication – um, and how you kind of just living together. And we kind of had that um, moment where we talked about, like, you were nights, I were days, and we were just really un- uncoordinated. uncoordinated, not in sync, and we really didn't have time for each other. And we would have, like, one to two days, which were really special sometimes. But it was more of a day because you would need two days off. I would need two days off because you would have to have a day to recover. So it would be like, it was this really weird. Um, limbo. Yeah, we, limbo is a great word, actually, for that. We were very much stuck in limbo. Um, anyway, um, so now our work-life balance, I feel, is way better than it's ever been, actually. Oh, yeah. I think I've always really struggled with work-life balance. Um, I mean, shit, I still do, kind of. Like, with getting everything in the day in. There's, I mean, we all have the same 24 hours, but it looks very different for everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, I know I myself, I'm now working weekends, yeah. Just weekends, which is nice, but at the same time, it kind of sucks because there's things on the weekends, and I'm like, damn, I can't really go to that. Yeah, but, you're, you're, like, all weekend events are pretty much out. Yeah, all weekend events are pretty much out. But it's still, I'm in school all week. Yeah. So I'm in school all week, and granted, I get home earlier normally, but I'm also out the door earlier a lot, especially with clinical. Yeah. But, um, so my life just looks very, very different than it did, like, even like four months ago. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean it's it's crazy how things, especially when it comes to a job, especially a job in healthcare. Mm-hmm. Um, and this goes for I'm pretty sure this would go for mills, any type of management position. A lot of jobs, things change all the time. But especially with, it's crazy how much a job can affect your life. And a lot of people will be like, "Well, I just don't let my job really affect my outside life." But it does. But it does. I mean, because your time. Especially when you're working in healthcare, you know, if you work a nine to five, Monday through Friday, which usually isn't a thing, then you kind of know your schedule. Our schedules change week to week, sometimes day to day. Like, sometimes our boss is like, hey, I really don't need you here, but if you can do here instead, and you can, you always have the right to say no. You always have the right to be like, look, I'm just, this is what you gave me. I'm sticking with that. But as some anxious people, you never really want to say no. No, but especially if you work in an environment, not not even that you like per se, but if you have people in your environment of your work that you like or respect, then you, you kind of get, because they've given you some and you give them some. Like, hey, you know, I'll pick up these few extra shifts if you give me this day off when we're overstaffed and I get to go home a little early. Like, there's those... Those, Those give and take. Give and take, absolutely. Um, I think the best mindset I could have gotten in was for so long, I let my work kind of define who I was. That was like my main personality trait was what I do. Um, I think going from 
I'm not working, like, I'm not living my life to work. I'm working to live my life. That mm-hmm. was the biggest mindset change I think I could have had. Do you feel like you really have adopted that? I think I have, because truthfully, I love my job. I love what I do. I love being with the with moms and their babies and, you know, working in, you know, the NICU and the floor. I love what I do. I absolutely adore it. And yes, I do bring my work home with me sometimes, but... If somebody's texting me on my only day off, hey, I need you to come in, I'm not coming. Yeah. Unless unless I want to. Because truthfully, like, either A, like, I'm not, if I, here's my thing, right? There was that time where I literally had, like, one day off a month between school and work. It was so chaotic that I only got one day. So. Go on. No, no, I, oh. I, I wanted to say, like, I didn't want to interrupt you. Oh, but okay. I also wanted to say, like. What if we took this, and it seems like we're doing this on the fly because we are. What if we took this from, I think you have, because I, I, I really want to hear, because I, I was in part of it. I really want to hear your work-life balance before now. Like, yeah. I want to, I like, let's talk about the, 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 the from the beginning about work-life. And the reason I want to do that is because when you were the nanny, mm-hmm. when you were a nanny, not the only nanny, but when you were a nanny, your work, we like we've said before, we only had... Every other weekend with my work and your yeah. work. But then I feel your work-life balance went down the tubes working in the psyche. Because that drive every day mm-hmm. from you from where you were living mm-hmm. when I moved in. And you were just so exhausted. And you would do those 11s to 11s and then come back from 7 to 7. I wasn't doing... I was doing 7 to 11. Yeah. And then going back for 7 to 7 or 7 to 11 yeah. again. I was doing 16s back to back. Yeah, that that was a tough time. Um, so I was, yes, I was a nanny. I was a live-in nanny. So I my work-life balance was the same damn thing. Yeah, <laughs> I lived yeah. where I worked. Um, and I loved my job. I loved my kid. I loved my, my kids. Like, they, I, I felt like they were my own, and I adored them. But, yeah, there was tension in the house a lot, and um, that caused my mental health to kind of deter quite a bit. Um, and I started working in psych part-time while also working full-time as a nanny and going to school full-time um, to I, gain that experience. But Yeah, but that comes back to what you are saying back to the nanny thing. You're, the reason your mental state was so bad, I think, was because, and this is going to be more of a you episode than this is a me oh. episode, I think. <laughs> but the reason, and I, I more or less just want to get into your mind here with the word like balance thing. Um, you just have awful boss. Like, honestly, like, you, like, you lived with your boss. Mm-hmm. And it, you're, so you were this, like, you didn't see this guy as, you know, somebody you lived with while you weren't working. This was your boss all the time because you took care of those kids all the time. Mm-hmm. You lived there and took care of the kids and it became, your job became more than just those kids. You took care of that house. Yeah. Household manager, if you will. Yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> well, going back to the beginning of the thing, I think if you have a good boss, you're okay giving a little. Because you know you'll get something in return. But it was more than a little. I mean, like, you got I was, screwed. I, I, I did. And I was made to feel guilty for wanting time away. Yeah. Like, when I would come visit you for the weekend, like, and I'd be gone the entire weekend, I would be made to be feel guilty, like, well, you didn't come to family dinner. But is this a family? But you're not, you weren't part, like, as much as you were involved, like, they didn't treat you like family. No. You don't <laughs> screw your family over. But, um... 
No, I, I think my mental health was very... And I also didn't really have a whole lot of privacy. No. I had no privacy. I had no real... Um, just there were a lot of boundaries crossed, I felt. In and an the, awful cough. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, there was mold in my yeah. room. And I had a horrific cough the two years I lived there. Yeah. Um, it was awful. <laughs> that cough, man, that was constant. <laughs> Really I had a constant cough for two years. Um, it just, it was very, it was very uneasy of how things had kind of dissipated um, when I was asked to leave. I think that was, um, that was the biggest thing. That was the so hardest you, thing. So you went from that living to where you were, living where you were. Mm-hmm. To the psych unit. Well, I was working in the psych unit while also working and living there. Yeah, but you were part time. But you? I was only yeah, I only worked two days a week. Yeah. Um, and I loved it, and I did it part time. But then I found out I was losing my nanny job. So not only was I losing that job, that main source of income, I had to then pick up in psych and also move. Mm-hmm. It was a very big transition, mm-hmm. and while being in nursing school. While being a nurse, yeah, literally hitting finals week. It was this time. Yeah. It was this time that many years ago. But um, it was it was a lot. And I think, and then with the move, I was trying to look for something close to the hospital. But then at the same time, you and I were together. And you mm-hmm. lived in Ohio. And I was like, well, maybe I need to move a little closer to you. Because eventually, I would have liked it if we would have moved in together. Yeah. And so... We were pretty serious. At this we, point. I mean, we were six months in. Yeah. But I would have been ready for you to move in at that point. You were. Um. So it was. It was definitely a a give and take. And honestly, it was very hard to find literally anything. And the only affordable thing too. The affordable yeah. or anything in general. Yeah. And I got down to two things. One, which was an hour away from my work, in an opposite direction from Greg. Or B, another one that was an hour away from work but closer to Greg and the one that was further (laughs) from him and work was like almost $400 more more than what I got and put a lot nicer um so I found the first thing I could get that was cheap and easy and I could get into um but then I was having to drive an hour and 20 minutes to work every day and in this, I was in December weather. In December weather, and I was working sixteen hour days and going to school. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. I was. It, it was a lot, and I was still wrapping up my nanny job. So how did you? I mean, I kind of know, but for the audience, yeah. How did you? Like you thrived on certain days, but like, when did you know you couldn't do that anymore? Um. Was it failing your last test? Doing what? In school. Like, did you know, like, I can't, this is not possible to manage. Oh, manage the working and yeah, going school? Going yeah. Um, I think it was knowing. Because I'm not saying that you can't no, work a full-time I, job and be a full-time student. I, it's with, very much. No, I'm saying for me that my, when I knew my breaking point was, was working a 16-hour shift the day before my final because I could have gotten 100 on that final and still failed. Mm. I had dug myself that deep. Yeah. And it was at that point I knew, like, this was just too much. But I you're spending two, almost three hours a day on the road. Mm-hmm. Like, that's to go to work. Mm-hmm. So, like, your 16-hour days are 
pretty much, what, 19-hour days? Yeah. Because of the drive itself. Mm-hmm. So you're doing all of that. And I know what it's like to work 60. And being like, when you come home, you're like, I just, I'm not doing anything. And then the day you have off next day, and if you're not working again, you're just recovering. Yeah. Like, your body's exhausted. You, you, you know, you were in an environment to where, especially caring for people. I think that's what a lot of people, look, if you go to a hospital, if you know you're working healthcare, understand. And, and I, I don't think I ever really understood this until I got to the job. Now, granted, I don't think it's the hardest job I ever had. I still think that was my last job. So I think that was more physically tolling on my body than it, this job is. But what I will say is after so many hours, you don't care anymore. Like you've given all you can to care for people. And after like 12 hours, you're like, I'm checked out mentally. Mm-hmm. I don't like, stop, leave me alone. Like, and it sounds mean. But, like, all you're doing is trying to be kind and nice and caring and, and begging and, and, and um, beckoning to everybody's needs. And after 12 hours of that, you're like, i got to get out of here. Like, I can't do This feels like forever. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, the 16-hour shifts is where I say it's so brutal because the next day you're just recovering, not only physically but mentally. You're like, now not, you're not even wanting to do self-care because you're like, I'm done caring right now. I just want to not care for the next how many hours? And I think for me, working in psych, I find psychology fascinating. And I found working in psych, like, I feel... <laughs> it's all, it's such a meme, but, like, <laughs> I feel like I'm an empath. <laughs> and, like, mm-hmm. I felt so strongly and I felt everything that was going on around me. So constantly being with people that were suicidal and having these, like, self-hatred and self-doubts and all of these, the trauma and the issues. And yes, I was so therapeutic for them, but my own therapeutic sense was draining. Mm -hmm. My own mental health was draining because I was just constantly surrounded by negative energy. And you brought that into the house. And I brought that into my life. I brought that into my home. It just, it, it drained me truthfully. And I love, listen, I loved working in psych until it got down to the end, and I was just so tired. I was and you, so tired. Your dream has always been my. Oh yeah, my dream has always been in in women's health and yeah. and um, you know, labor and delivery. And you and, were looking for that job. Oh yeah, I've been looking way before, yeah. but um, it just happened to fall happened when to fall. she had a foot surgery. Yes, but <laughs> yeah, I had a really really bad work life balance. I was only ever in that house to sleep. Yeah. Or a weekend where I was staying over. Yeah. I was never really alone in that house, but to sleep. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of sad because I feel like I never really did live on my own. Because, well, I mean, neither have I. Well, no, but I'm saying like I lived on my own, but I didn't. Cause now, here's, here, now, I disagree with you because I think you did, but when we were opposite shifts, we definitely left, lived alone. Yeah. Like we definitely lived alone to where it was. It was we were definitely because we, there was days I was off, you and you were working, or days I was off, off working and you were off. And when you were up, like by the time I got home, it was almost time for bed. Yeah. So it was like we didn't really we, we, we that roommate phase where I think we very much were in. So you get into psych, you bring your psych into the house, um, into your life. So again, work affecting life. I mean. It's such a hard, especially when you're caring for people, it's such a hard thing to balance that. It's hard to leave that at the door. 
it's hard to be like, okay, I did that, now let it go home. Because one, you have that whole drive home. Especially if it's a 10-minute drive, then maybe you could. Maybe it'd be a lot easier. But that hour and a half drive, that you're after just being physically, mentally exhausted for 12, 16, or 16 hours, that then that drive's exhausting. Because you're like, I just want to sit down and relax and not think about anything. But you got to pay attention to the road. You got oh, yeah. you got you you're still you're still doing stuff. I was thinking about my worst shift was that eleven p to three p. <laughs> that was awful. Eleven. Oh, all night. Yeah. Yeah. I was there from eleven p.m. to three p.m. the next day. Mm-hmm. That was horrific. That's an awful. <laughs> I was just thinking about me dying inside. So what's funny is when my boss offered, when I was doing that uh, that bonus where I had to pick up all those yeah. shifts, where I was working like 60 hours a week, she, I was like, I want to do them all in 16s. Because I was like, I don't want to come in an extra day. I'd rather just stay since I'm here. Mm-hmm. And I was, at the same time, I was on night shift at that point. And so my boss was like, do you want 7 to 7 or 11 to 11? And I was seven like, I was like, day. I'll take seven. No, wait, well, that's not sixteen. Seven to eleven, or eleven to three. Ew. Right. That's that. Yeah, yeah that's sixteen. Hours. So that's what she. Those are the two she offered me. I was like, I will take that seven to eleven every time. And she goes, Well, it's the same amount of hours. I go, But that sounds awful. Eleven you're not PM just th- no, because if you're there till three p.m., you're essentially your whole next day is wasted. Yeah. Because you're you're not just, <laughs> especially in healthcare, you're there for like morning rounds, breakfast. Clean lunch. up all that lunch. Clean up like you're getting them ready for dinner at that point. But yeah. I'll say no, 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 no. <laughs> no. no. And, and as much as like I, there's things I miss about night shift. I am so much happier on day shift. Hundred percent. I definitely feel like I'm a night shift girly, but since my body has been honestly, my mental health has been way better on day shift. On day shift, yeah. I think that, like, night well, shift... Well, you you made that perfect example, and I think this is something that I really want you to hit on this episode. What? Feeling alone. Oh, yeah. Working nights. Like, you just felt like the whole world... You, you told me multiple times, the whole world's asleep and I'm just awake. awake. Yes. That was such a lonely feeling. Um, I did. I felt like especially when we were both home, that was the worst. Mm -hmm. We were both home and you would be sleeping in our bed and I couldn't lay there because I was just tossing and turning and I was awake. And so I would go to the living room and watch TV or I would just sit there and like watch TikToks or I would do something. But it was such a lonely feeling sitting in that dark living room by myself because the entire world was asleep, and I felt so alone being the only one awake. And I know there's other people in the world that are awake, but in my world, there was no one else awake. It was just me. And that that was such a lonely, isolating feeling. And there are so, some good pros and cons to night shift and day shift. And, like, I love the vibe of night shift. I love my coworkers on both shifts. I love my coworkers, but... I liked everything about night shift. I liked it was a little calmer. The patients were a little more relaxed at night. Like it was just a very, it was a more relaxed environment. The management wasn't up my ass. Dietary wasn't up my ass. Like it was just calm. Yeah. And then, but then my sleep is fucked. My relationships are fucked. Every, my mental health is fucked. But then you go to day turn where it's more chaotic. Everyone's in everyone's business. It's, it's busy, busy, busy. 
but I get to come home and go to sleep with you. Yeah. My So speaking of um to go off a little topic here, speaking of like management up your ass, we had the senior VPs or whatever around today um at, at my job. And I'm I'm making beds, and we have this patient who just shit himself beyond belief, top to bottom covered in shit. Blah, blah. So I'm cleaning him up, and my boss comes in and goes, "Hey, Greg, I, you know I told you that they're going to be rounding on one particular person." I said, "Yeah, it was me." So they're like, "They're going to be rounding on you." I was like, "After like the week I've had, I was like, I'll fucking horse. Like, what else are the what are the odds? There were two nurses, two nurse leaders, the huck." Like, and you're choosing the piece, like, you're choosing the aid here? Like, really? Like, why are you choosing me? So, I'm like, I was like, she I, she was like, can you come down? I was like, no, I really can't. Do you want me to go and be like, oh, how are we doing? I can't get you anything. Or do you want me to clean up the patient who's full of shit? Like, your choice. She was like, okay, well, when you're done, like, can you please come? I was like, sure. So, by the time I got done with everything, she was you don't have to make the bed right now. She goes, put him in the chair. You don't have to make the bed right now. We just need you to do this. I said, okay, whatever. So I get everything done. I don't make the bed. I come out, and they're in another room. They're all in another room, and I see them doing a thing, and I pop my head. She goes, I'll be out with you in a minute. I was like, okay. I sat there for like two, three minutes, and I was like, they are in this room doing whatever. I went back, and I made that bed. By the time I got out, and I made like two other beds after this, and they were still in that room. After I got out, they are like, oh, we already got it done. It's fine. We chose somebody else. I'm like, like, I didn't have to do this. I didn't have to see management and stuff, because I am not... I've got a problem with authority. I feel. I do. And it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't, it's not that I don't like authority. I don't like certain people who have authority. I don't like what people do with that authoritative power. So I'm a smartass. I, I, I make wise comments. I'm definitely, I, I, I definitely crack jokes and I definitely go, uh, sometimes over the line. Like, I don't, I'm never mean, mean. But I definitely, like, I pissed off the police officer. Like, I make comments where I think, hey, it's just in all good fun because that's just how I'm used to talking to people. <laughs> well, it's I, because I'm sitting here like, this is how you should, like, this is how we talk to people. Like, this is how you talk to people. In my opinion, like, I'm just, I think you're, I, if I like you, I'm going to fuck with you. Like, that is just how I am. I'm going to mess around, and I expect it in return. It's not that I'm going to be... I'm not going to crack a joke and say something about you, and then you crack a joke about me, and I'm like, how dare you? Because if you can dish it, you can, you got you to take it. So, but anyway, yeah, I wanted to be like... I just... I don't... Like, I, I'm not one... I joke around with my patients. I have a good... I joke around with the coworkers. So I don't... I know a suit would not like me. I know it would be like... I would I would probably be a, a complete asshole, especially if I was in a bad mood. If I was the day, if I was in the mood that I was when I had went to HR, I would probably be fired on the spot. But anyway, back to circling about the work life balance. Um, so you get out of psych, you finally get this job after being off for three months, which that would drove you crazy as well. Yeah, it's a long way. Because <laughs> like I'm working, you're at home. Foot up in the air, barely like just me and the cats just vibing. Using your crutch and your wheel walker, my your, little your, knee scooter, your knee scooter, and you know we. So now I'm working the hospital. Come around, you're back at work, and we're both day shift. Things are pretty good when we first did when we first started. Within like not even a month, you're on night shift, and now we're like 
now this life now works affecting life again. And we are definitely, we definitely hit roommate stage during that time. Yeah. I feel. I was night shift for almost a whole year. Yeah. And I was, I wasn't working there a whole year, but I was still day shift. Yeah. Because when, when I was plumbing. Like, so, it, it was, and I was working Monday through Friday that, at that point. And it was, it was a difficult time because, like, we would try to plan dates and we would try to plan things to do. But and you, in, in order for us to do those, you would have to stay up. Also, side note, I also have a thyroid disease <laughs> where I was sleepy girl constantly. You were exhausted. I was, I was a very tired, tired girl all the time. Um, but yeah, no, I'd have to stay up. I'd be pulling, like, I'd work and then I would just stay awake. Yeah. So we would uh, have be, a able date to, be able to do, have a date yeah. or do anything together because it was exhausting. And, and we had to plan it to where... You were off not only that day, but the next day. Oh, yeah. Like, we could just be like, oh, Maggie, because when you got home, I'm like, I'm not going to make you stay up so you can go back to work tonight. We had a plan to where you had two days off in a row. So that was even even harder. Yeah. Because, like, those were far and few between. Also, we had a plan most of the time on a weekend yep. when I was off of work. Yeah. It was it was definitely difficult. Um, I don't know how we did it. Like, how we had the certain We made dates. through it, dude. We, we made did. through it. <laughs> we teamworked it, it up. It was definitely hard. I think there wasn't a lot of work-life balance. And I noticed, like, even comparing, you know, side note here, I had therapy today. Um, and my therapist asked how I was doing. Because the biggest, the first thing that goes when my depression hits is my basic self-care. Mm-hmm. Like, brushing my teeth, washing my face doing showering like doing any sort of skincare routine that is the first thing to go and my therapist made a comment today and said your skin is glowing yeah and i said i've actually been doing my skincare (laughs) and like and i said even though i've been feeling really down these past couple of weeks i've still been doing it every twice a day yeah and that's something that like during that night shift roommate stage period that was getting missed so frequently i mean remember my hair would this is oh my god this sounds awful my hair was getting matted yeah from being in a bun at work for days in a row yeah because you would come home and you would just keep i would literally crash get right up and go right back she would work. crash in the chair and then wake up in the chair and crash then crash in the bed and then go to work yeah like it was it was bad i was so tired oh, dude i was so tired <laughs> i had never been sleepier <laughs> i was drinking energy drinks again like and oh man it was nuts it was nuts Speaking i was of energy drinks i've been, i've been craving some of those old, uh, v8s I know. I miss those. The, the orange pineapple. We don't get them anymore. I know because you we because we drank them quite a bit to where yeah, we were, like, we're drinking out. too much of them. <laughs> I kind of I kind of crave them. I'm craving them. Yeah. Well, but, it's that orange pineapple. I have that juice. It's the same thing. No, but it's not the same. It's not thing. sparkling. It's not. Well, that's it's not that it's sparkling. <laughs> it's not sparkling. <laughs> but but no, I mean it, it's 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 so crazy to think like. There was no way, and we're like, we're eventually going to have kids and stuff, but you know how hard that would have been with a baby? Well, that's why, as much as I love night shift, I don't think I could swing night shift if we had a kid yeah. right now. I mean, it, one of us might have to, it depends, but... Yeah, I mean, if, if we both are working at the time, you know, um, if you, you know, then maybe we'd have to, so one could be home with the kid every like, at night and one in the day. We would have to do what we had to do, right? You do what you had to do. Yeah. But at that time, it was not realistic. Um, It wasn't until, 
I mean, I think I was night shift all the way up till uh, we left for vacation. Yeah, because that was your last night shift. That was my last night shift. Because you were like, because you said, I am not going to start sleeping normal till the first night of vacation. I think that's, because didn't we leave later in the day? Because I was sleeping. Because, yeah, so you could, like, because you were No, because I remember I, I got off work in the in the morning. It was 7.30 in the morning because I was leaving and my boss said, hey, by the way, this person has COVID. And I said, oh, great. I'm leaving for a vacation tomorrow. <laughs> so did you bring COVID? Um, no, because Kathy was the first one to test positive. I know. I'm just saying. I didn't get symptoms till way after Kathy. We got it, like, two days. Thursday. Yeah. Thursday. Whatever, it doesn't matter. But the point is, is that it was it was just tough. It was it was a tough time. Um, and then we moved into the day shift period. But not only did I jump back in the day shift, I jumped into school. Yeah. Which I'd been in school this entire time, but school has looked very different for me over the past couple years. They're going oh, but this time I'm in a nursing program where I'm. Four days of the week is consumed with the schooling. Yeah. And it's, oh my God, it's not even consistent times. Like I'm in no. school 8 to 11, 11.30 one day, or I'm in school from 9 to 3, or it changes constantly. Mm-hmm. So, but four days out of the week is consumed with that. And then you're trying to add in study time and self-care time and me time and couple time and friend time and work time. And it, it's just a lot. It is. To fit. <laughs> no, I want to I har- harbor back. To our move. Yeah. I think this is where I can really speak to something oh, that, that really, really was really difficult for me. So I, so one, I'm on, I'm on night shift. Maggie's on night shifts. Things are going pretty well. We're both awake at the same time. We're doing pretty well. Um, I think we're having more, we're having more us time, but and we're sleeping together. You but know? it was at like two in the morning. Yeah. Like we weren't <laughs> able to go anywhere. We were watching TV and, and we were just doing stuff at night because we were both, you know, we were both awake. And so I was hoping maybe that didn't make you feel as alone. Yeah. Cause I was up. So anyway, Maggie's still night shift and I'm, I'm on night shift now and I, and my bosses are a hundred percent like we need you back on days. Like we're missing you on days. You're not serving us well on nights. Like, not in a bad way, but like... Just like, you're better suited. You're better suited. Like, we need somebody reliable in the day. So, they give me... They give me my nights. I mean, they give me my days back. And, like, literally, we're getting ready to move. And they're like, oh, we need you to do another week of nights one more time. So, the week we move, I'm on night shift that whole week. And from... We run a U-Haul... And her mom comes down to help. And so we hear this whole thing. And they're like, what we're going to do is we're going to load this U-Haul up. And all you have to do is help us get the couch in. (laughs) And all this stuff. before, And then that way we can get the bed in. And you can go to bed because I know you have work tomorrow. And all this stuff. I come home, you hold not even, not even loaded. We, we got it kind of late. <laughs> you got very late. I literally helped you pack the whole thing. Unpack everything. I'm sorry. I didn't get to bed to what, like 3.30? Okay, you've done that to me many times though when I worked night shift. When? You've kept me up for some reason or another during night shift. I don't remember every call, I don't ever remember keeping you up on night shift after working nights. You did, though. I don't remember what for, but you did. Hmm. Anyway, um, 
But anyway, as of right now, our work-life balance is pretty well. Um, I was working 60 hours. That was a little difficult. I think there's a certain level of hours you can work to not have it affect your actual daily life. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know what you mean. Because I feel like if you consume your entire life at work, then you're just going to have this whole issue of outside. Because when, when's the time you have to do anything? You don't have time for anything. You feel like because you're just, there's a certain time of period, there's a certain amount of period that you can sleep, but that's not a recovery time from working so many hours. That's just sleeping. You can do that not working. Oh yeah. No, I think <laughs> I don't know. Like, what was the question again? Well, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I'm saying like I'm saying to me I'm saying recovery time for working is not sleeping. It's not the sleep part because you can sleep and not work. I'm saying you need time just to not do anything. Mm -hmm. Or even just to do something that's mindless. Watch a show, watch a movie, play a game, you know, anything that's mindless that doesn't doesn't involve actually like self-care or caring for anybody or doing stuff for anybody or doing things for yourself. It's just, just time to waste a little bit to kind of reset your mind. Because I don't think sleeping is the answer to that. No, it's not. Because I don't think you're like, well, I slept three hours, so I'm recovered. After, like, 60 hours of work in a week. No. No, you need to have consistent balance. I will say, like, and this is going to sound so silly, but, like, the weekends. Yeah. Like, granted, I work both days, and, like, they're 12 hours, but, like, I come home and I'm like, (laughs) I gotta get up and go again. How do you feel you're going to react once you have to go back to a full-time schedule? I am on a full-time schedule, except for I'm going, not going to the hospital. I'm going to school. I know, but what, what if you're working, like, 40 hours a week? Okay, well, actually, think about it this way. Clinical is eight-hour days. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing two eights in a row, and okay. then doing my two twelves in a row. So you yeah, And then I'm going... Hours. So because I do clinical at the end of the week. So I go eight eight, twelve twelve, and then I'm circling back to classroom yeah. time, where I'm doing five hours of class... And then another four hours of class, and then I have a day off, and then it's back to the clinicals again. Mm-hmm. So I'm working a full a full schedule, but it's just, it's a lot. It is. I think that's why I'm all bleh on the weekends, because I'm tired. That that makes sense. That makes makes a lot of sense. Anyway, um, I think, I think it's, a, it's a lot of, I don't want to say this, there's a lot of issues that can I'm trying to think of the way to put this properly when you go to work sometimes you need to just focus on your work yeah. you don't need to focus on what outside your life is but it's like what people don't realize is that life affects work and work affects life like there are many these there are two different they might be two different lives but they affect each other a lot a hundred percent. And sometimes you have to leave at the door and just get your job done. And I think it shouldn't affect your work. But it's hard. Like, I mean, with everything going on with me the last few weeks, like, people at work have noticed, like, hey, he's still doing what he normally does, but he's not himself. Yeah. And that, so it's like outside life affecting work. So life can affect work, too. A hundred percent. Oh, yeah. I think it's important. I don't know. I don't know what's worse, bringing work home with you or bringing your your issues, your home issues to work. What do you think's worse? I think if you bring your issues home from work, 
if you have a fa- I feel like if you have a family, like children and a wife and all this stuff, like then yes, that's a huge issue to bring that because you're you're affecting. Not only are you affecting your life now, you're bringing, but you're bringing an issue into the house that didn't didn't start in that house, didn't have any any factors to do with that house. You're bringing an outside force in, and it's affecting your family. Now, when you're bringing personal issues to work, I feel you're affecting your job and your coworkers. Yes, but it depends. I think it just depends. It's situational. I think it depends because, and I will say from my experience, I, my floor is all women. Yeah. We all talk shit about everything. Yeah. And, but I have coworkers that ask me things about my life. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like, how is this going? You know, how is this? Like, I have, I have one friend who's also trying to conceive and we sit and we talk about it all the time. Like, oh, where are you at in your cycle? Oh, how's that? How's, how's Clomid? <laughs> like, how's everything? And, or then I have other ones where I'm like, hey, how is, you know, how's wedding planning? How's, you know, how was your honeymoon? How is this? Like, we bring our personal shit into work all the time. Yeah. But, I don't know how else, like, but is it, like, but is it affecting your job? No. Because I feel like you're, you're bringing work to home. That can affect, my your, home. affect your life and your home. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, um, I actually think we're going to do a short episode here. Are you sure? Um, I mean, I don't really have any more topics to to touch base on. Well, I guess what's the best, uh, to wrap up, Okay. what would be some, you know, ways to keeping a healthy work-life balance? I think you just have to force yourself. Force yourself? No, I'm serious. It's like like working out, right? Yeah. I think you just, even if you don't want to do it, you have to. Because at the after it, you're going to feel better. That's true. Like, I think you just have to be like, look, I, I just had an awful shift. I just want to lay down and sleep. But let me just, if I, I, I just did 12 hours or 16 hours of just crap on crap on crap. I can take 10 minutes to wash my face, face, put my hair down or whatever, put on some deodorant, whatever the case may be you need to do, scrub your beard, whatever. Just take 10 minutes to do a little self-care. And then you can go to sleep. Because afterwards, you're like, when you wake up, you're like, ah, my hair feels fresh. Or my face feels fresher. Or something like that. Meanwhile, you're not, you're not going to bed feeling, you know, dirty and nasty. And you're not waking up the same way. I, I mean, and I I would absolutely agree with that. Like, last night was a very emotional night for me. Yeah. And I still, like, put my ass in the shower. Yeah. Even though I was very slow moving. Like, that's the hardest thing. And nobody really explains how hard that is. Like, to actually do something when you are feeling that down. Yeah. Like, it, it, I felt like cinder blocks were in my limbs. And I'm, like, sitting there and I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, I just want to go lay in my bed. But then I'm like, no, I need to put this serum on my face. Yeah. Like, it just, it is exhausting. But... It's, you do. You do have to force yourself. It's to just do it. t- yeah. It's 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 simply as like going to work out. Like don't. This is coming from somebody who who's been to the gym at four thirty in the morning all the time. To somebody now who who just like you've got to, like I I don't go to the gym to save my life. It seems like, and I want to get back into going to work out. But I forced myself at such a point to where it was like I was doing it every day, but it became unenjoyable. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, you just got to get out the door. Just get once you get there. It's all downhill. 
right? I feel like once you start the motion, like you, for instance, once you got in the shower, it became second. I'm already in the shower. I'm going to get out with unwashed hair. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Once I'm in the gym, what am I going to do? Am I going to get back in my car and just walk away and drive back home? (laughs) What was the point of me going? Um, So, but that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you just got to do, just to start the process. Because once you start the process, you're going to finish it. And at the end of it, you're going to feel a lot better than you did if you didn't even start it at all. Oh, absolutely. Um, So, yeah, I think just kind of pushing yourself to do that. I think creating a schedule is the biggest thing. If you have a consistent schedule, I think, yes, absolutely. But I think creating a schedule. Like, my days don't always look the same, but I still... You know, was making time like, okay, I'm going to work out. I got to find this time. Like, in looking ahead in my day, like, okay, I guess I could work out when I get home from class. I could take about this hour and a half, but then I'm going to need another little bit shower and then get dressed before I have to go to this thing or I have to do that. Creating a schedule ahead of time is huge. I think that helps in scheduling out doing those self-care things. Like, I'm getting up in the morning. I'm doing this. It takes so long to create a habit. Mm-hmm. But... Once you have the habit. Yeah. It's, it's just, there. it's second nature. Yes. And I mean, I agree with you because like I have a task thing for on my phone to where it's like I have to create these tasks all the time to be like, you, I, to check them off. Hey, did I do this today? Did I do that today? Did I, did I, you know, did I make sure I, you know, did some schoolwork? Did I make sure I went, did my job today? Did I make sure I worked on a little bit of the podcast and edited it a little bit? Like, did I do these things and I check this task off every week? tells me how much I'm actually doing. Am I creating a habit? Am, or am I just slacking on certain things? Grant, some of the things I slack, but it has kept me a little bit more in line being like, you just need to do a little bit of it. Even if you do it for an hour, even if you do it for 15, 20 minutes, at least you got something done. What is that called? Uh, habit now, or, uh, yeah, habit now, or something like that. Okay. Yeah, no, I know you. It was five, it's five, it was five dollars for a lifetime per pass. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I'm more of like a hands-on, like a a handwritten type of person, but it's funny because even if I type that in my notes app and just take that, like that does the same thing for me. Yeah. Versus like physically writing and crossing it off. Mm. Um, I think those are great tools to use as well as like. Honestly, picking out what is the priority in your life. My priorities are going to work, going to school, spending time with you, still having time to reach out to friends and family. Yeah. You know, taking care That's of myself. That's another thing I, I have trouble with. Is reaching out to friends and family. Yeah, I like because I get such I get like such locked into like work and school and and and, and then like when I do have free time, I'm like. I just want to spend it with myself sometimes. Oh, absolutely. It's not like, and, and then I feel like that goes on for months. And then I'm eventually like, you know who I haven't talked to in a while or who I haven't um, hung out with? Like my friend. And that's when I hit him up and I'm like, hey, like, how's it going? Like, sorry, I haven't reached out. I've just been really busy. And the reality is like, yeah, I have been really busy. But at the same time, like I could have easily taken some time out for them. Instead, I was doing just maybe just sitting down on the couch. And sometimes that's okay to do. But I, like I said, oh, I was neglecting it for a very long time. And, and I, I, we just, I just talked to my friend on the phone today, and I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. And it's, I feel really bad because I'm like, man, we're such good friends. And he's like, my, he, I don't have any actual brothers, and he's like the closest thing to a brother. To me. He's going to be the best man at my wedding. But like, I can uh, absolutely take more time to hang out there. 
Or hang out with him. It's hard to make things a priority when it's not in your day-to-day life. Oh, absolutely. The biggest thing, like, my friend, my friend Alexa, for Mm -hmm. example, I'm not good at, like, like, hey, you want to hang out? Like, I always feel like it's a burden if I'm asking you to do something with me. Yeah. But... She has taken it upon herself to be like, Mondays is Alexa and Maggie day. So every yeah. Monday, she comes over and we hang out. Yeah. And it's it's only ever not if something's come, come up. Mm-hmm. Um, and even still, last time she was here, Salem, our cat, got a cut on his eye or something. Something happened to his eye. And we had to go to the vet. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, I just wanted to hang out with you, babe. I don't care what we do. Yeah. So I'll come sit in the vet with you with your cat and his gunky eye. But, you know, it's just finding that time. And I like that it is a consistent thing because then I'm still taking time to see her. Yeah. But it's uh, it's a scheduled time. Yeah. No, that makes perfect sense. I need to get better at reaching out to my other friends, though, that don't live in the state. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, that's something I lack on a lot. But I think just making it a habit, making things a priority, scheduling time. Just doing it. Just, just doing just it. Just start something. Just start the process, and once you start, I, I promise you, you're going to finish that task at least. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. All right. I, th- I think... I, mean, I think on, that was a solid... I think, we, you know, we had some good key points. We gave a little bit of insight. I think, eventually, actually, you have a little bit more insight into that realm of, like, all this stuff. And granted, I have a lot of stuff going on, too. You know, I'm in school. I work and stuff like that. But I think you... You had these such you had such extremes with work and life. It was one or the other. Yeah, and it was it was, and I think that's why you gave a lot of great insight. Anyways, you can go follow Maggie over at the social medias and Margaret Floyd on Instagram. She's pretty much proud of everything, right? Yeah, the only real public thing I have is our trying to conceive TikTok, and that's TTC TTC dot baby dot W. Okay, and you can follow us at the Ready or Not on all social media platforms. Um, the Ready or Not dot com should be up soon. Hopefully, we're getting that um, together. If I'm still not lacking on getting the website designed a little bit, um, and um, yeah, we. I mean, I've just have been having fun recording every week and getting these podcasts. I actually start pumping out some episodes. And getting it scheduled in. Yeah, and hopefully by the time um, this one actually airs, actually, I, I, by the time I start actually editing this one, oh. our first episode's up. Because right. that's what I'm, I'm hoping for. By the time I get to edit this one, because I have two other episodes I still need to edit, the first one's almost done. So once I get done, with that, hopefully by the time I start this one, our first episode's up and we're, we're start rolling here. On uh, all podcast platforms, hopefully, I'm hoping to have us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, all that stuff. By that, by this, by this, since we've since this one has started edited, so we're I'm hoping. So, anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Hope to see you guys next week. Um, I'm Greg, and I'm Maggie, and thanks for listening.